right, welcome back to the uh, Avenue Road midweek breakdown uh, for, I don't know, Thursday the something, March 8th? Uh, oh, today's the 8th. Yeah, today, 10. 10. We're this is weird. We are recording this only two days before it goes uh, live, which is normally recorded at least a week, sometimes even two, three weeks, one time four weeks because we had a special guest. Uh, normally we record quite a bit in advance. Uh, but, but we didn't record last because I had a crazy busy week and Easter's coming up. So it's crazy busy for both of us. Uh, Jesse is working super hard, uh, while working on, <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> we're a youth pastor. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> Jesse's trying to figure out how to use the internet. <laughs> so it's been a busy time. Um, so it's weird recording on like a day or two in advance. And so it means we can't really screw this up. Uh, it means it has to do it in one take. And if it sucks, it goes live anyways. So well, deal with it. That's what we do anyway. Yeah, I mean, we don't have to not do it. <laughs> Clearly, if you've been watching any of our podcasts. <laughs> if you're watching, you can tell there's not a lot of editing. Not any editing that goes in, uh, actually. But uh, welcome to the Avenue Road Podcast. Um, if you are new, uh, we apologize for, <laughs> for the way that... We start all of our podcasts. We'll pretend like this isn't normal, but this is how everyone. I feel like there's them. not a single one that I yeah. don't butt into your intro and just ruin it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but I mean, we've never tried a serious intro. That's, that's why I put like I put cool music in. So like there's, okay, yeah. there's like I don't know, ten seconds of cool music before we talk, and so people that, are probably like, "Wow, they're so professional." But really, and then the camera turns on. And yeah, just like... and and that's all done in post, and it's done to a picture that doesn't move. So. Um, yeah, if you're new, thanks for watching. Uh, if you're not watching, you could be watching. You could be on YouTube watching. Uh, if you are watching, you're like, man, I don't want to watch. You could be on Spotify listening. Uh, this podcast is available on Spotify, iTunes, Caster, Pocket Casts. Uh, I don't know. If you have another weird podcasting app, I don't know. Get a cooler one. Get Spotify or <laughs> iTunes. Get know. with it. That yeah. That's Pocket Casts or Spotify. I feel like those are the places people listen, but I know iTunes is also super popular, but... Um, but yeah, if you're not, if you are watching, you could listen, you can download this, subscribe and follow. If you are watch or listening, you could watch and you can see uh, the hecticness that is our podcast. Uh, this week's weird, not just because it's two days until we kind of start with, uh, or I mean, two days till it's live, but uh, because we're talking in the middle of kind of a series, we just done some pretty heavy conversations for a bit. We thought like, well, let's do a lighter one. That's something a bit more relaxed. Uh, not that, I mean, not that any of them are super particularly heavy. Uh, we do tons of research. Um, we were going to talk about science Christianity today, but uh, we realized we don't really know anything. So we postponed it until we can we until more we knowledge. know something. Yeah, else. <laughs> until we know more science stuff. Uh, and then Should take a class or something. Yeah, like uh, I, I did take class on science Christianity. Well, there you go. Don't remember any of it. Well, uh, I'm actually, I think I took the class. I don't know. I might not even take the class. I might have just known there was a class available at my bachelor's you degree. You saw it listed somewhere and you're yeah. like... Like I, I know, know it now. Yeah, it I know good. Science and Christianity was a class at Bible College, but I either took it or didn't take it. Which That's I guess was a that was the crazy, <laughs> crazy thought right now. Or you didn't take it. Nice. Um, and so we're just doing more, uh, I guess, I don't know, I'm gathering some more stuff before we talk about Science and Christianity. Because, I mean, it's a pretty heavy subject, the idea of Science and Christianity. And, I mean, to do a terrible job at it, um, is not ideal. I mean, we're still not going to do an amazing job. Uh, my knowledge of science and Jesse's knowledge of science is not, you know, up there with the doctors. Uh, but I think we can make our way through it if we just do some other stuff. So, instead, we're talking about the kind of the series we're in 
uh, right now, which is a series on seven sayings from the cross, uh, which sounds really good to you. The seven sayings. It sounds like... It, like, it sounds... Know, it flows. Yeah. It goes well. Uh, I applied you on that. Yeah, and... and unless you stole it from somewhere else. I don't know. Well, it, the, I mean, a lot of pastors have preached on this. Seven sayings. I'm going to say I'm gonna say I came up with that. I think I did, but I guarantee others have also come up with it. So it's one of those things that, like, I'm saying I said it because I did think of it, but I'm guaranteeing lots of others have oh, also sure. thought of it, yeah. right? So uh, we're talking about that. Uh, it fit really well. It was kind of one of those, like, moments where I was like, I want to do this, and I felt God being like, no, no, idiot, do this. And so I did this instead. Uh, and so it fit really well. brings us right into Easter. Uh, and so we're kind of interjecting in the middle. We've had three weeks. That means there are four left. Uh, and the four include Easter Sunday. So we have next week, the following week, and then Palm Sunday, Easter Sunday, and that's it. Um, and so we're kind of in the middle. And what I'll ask then is we talked about three. And we'll just kind of give, I guess, our thoughts on uh, kind of on all three. Uh, and the first one, so the first one we talked about, um, well, actually, you know what? I get, before we do that, we'll say, why Why is why does this even matter? Why do we talk about these sayings on the cross? What is important about them? Because, I mean, they're not like these huge stories. They are all like a sentence or two. And so why are we spending, like, why do I spend one week on like a sentence each time? Uh, why kind of do you feel like they matter? Well, I mean, to start off with the, the seven sayings from the cross isn't something that I've actually really heard preached on before a whole lot. Nice. So that's, that's been neat to listen to. I'm the first, bit. actually. I'm gonna, I'll pretend. Yeah. Because <laughs> I created it. Anybody I mean, it's, else? Not, it's not your typical sermon when you think about the cross, right? That's fair. Yeah, that's um, fair. But anyways, um, yeah, why they're important. I mean, I think it's just such a pivotal moment in Christianity. Christian faith, even just the cross, right. the everything that happened there, just take a yeah. deeper look at it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like when we talk about markers of the Christian faith, like you can't say the cross is not like our biggest marker. It is our. I mean, that's why it's you know we don't hang, uh, you know, from the front we don't hang the ichthyus, the fish. We hang they hang the cross. Like there's a cross at the front of our church. You know, Christians don't walk around you know, wearing letters that say, like, Paul on their necklace, it, like, it's a cross, right? Like, that's the center, I'll say, of our faith. Um, and so, like, if Jesus said stuff from the cross, like, the last things, I mean, like, it's the Arnold Schwarzenegger, it's the I'll be back, right? Like, it's the last thing. Exactly, right? yeah. It's the, the Luke, I am your father, right? <laughs> like, it is important because it's the last words he mm. said, uh, so we got to study those things. Uh, I, as a side note, know my last words will not be as cool. Uh, so I'm going to try to come up with some, like, really cool last words. Um, you know, i got to have something that, like, when I'm going out, it's like, like your mom's, a, like, <laughs> a butt or something. I don't know. it got to be really cool. Like, you know, i got to come up with something better. Because otherwise I'm going to say, like, stutter through stuff, That's right? Fair. So, yeah. I don't yeah. know. we got to come up with some cool. If you think of some really cool last words that I should say right before I die, send them to me because I want to. Uh, use those. Um, so I guess we'll just look at the three. We'll briefly talk about each of the three. So I've talked about what I called the words of forgiveness, the words of salvation, and then this past week was the words of relationship. So words of forgiveness were first. That was the words where Jesus says, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. Or Father, forgive them. They know what they do. They know not what they do. Um, why is it important when we talk about the the, the words of forgiveness uh, why is something like why is that something that's really important that we talk about? Like what 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 was so special about those? Well, I mean that's what 
the, the whole reason you know God came down to Earth in the first place right, right. to for, so that we can be forgiven right and, right and things like that. So again, another cornerstone of Christianity, I think, is the whole idea of forgiveness. Right. Um, yeah, like I mean, forgiveness is kind of our. I mean, that's a hugely important part of the Christian faith. It is a hugely. Uh, I mean, that is kind of what we talk about in Christianity is forgiveness. So I mean, um, when Jesus on the cross says, well, says to God. Because uh, that's who he's speaking to. He says, "For God, Father." Uh, when he says, "Forgive them," they don't know what they're doing. He's quite literally talking. I mean, there's two schools of thoughts. There's the first school of thought is that he is talking about the soldiers and those that are putting him on the cross. And the second, he's kind of talking about everyone. He's talking about the Jews, the rest of the people in Israel, all of the people. There's two kind of schools of thoughts on that. Regardless, is the fact that in his death, um, his last one of one of his last things that he says is to forgive the people who are killing him. Um, the idea of asking for forgiveness for the person who's executing you in your execution. I mean, that is, to me, that is just like, you got to be Jesus to do that. No, right? 100%. Like, I mean, yeah, like, you know, I, if I am ever executed for anything, I mean, I hope I'm not, but if I'm ever executed, I'm not going to be asking forgiveness for my executioner in the midst of me being executed. I can guarantee you that. I'll be screaming, probably profanities. Uh, I mean, depending on what I'm being executed for, probably being like, I didn't do it, it wasn't me, you know, I don't know what it is. But, I mean, the idea that in the middle of your execution, you're asking for forgiveness for your executioner is completely foreign, I think, to humans. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Uh, so that's obviously a super impactful thing. Second one is the words of salvation. In the context of this one is Jesus on the cross, there's two thieves, one on his right, one on his left. Uh, and the one on the right starts jeering at him, like ridiculing him with the crowd. One on the left says, like, hey, idiot, don't you know who this guy is? This is Jesus. Like, he didn't do anything wrong. He is perfect. He's, you know, the the Christ. The one he calls him, I think he calls him Lord, and then he calls him the, the Christ or the Messiah, one of those. Um, and then he says, uh, remember me when you're in heaven, essentially. Like, remember me when you're on your throne. Uh, and Jesus says, I tell you the truth, you'll be with me today in heaven. Why is that kind of important? Why does that really matter that he said that to that thief on the cross? Well, I mean, one. I think it shows that salvation is open to anybody, right? You'd be hung up on the cross for crimes that he did commit, right? right. And, and God is there. We talk about forgiveness. He'll forgive you, and that salvation is there for that guy, right? I think that's really important, yeah. Like the idea that he's literally on the cross. And I think the thief, the word thief is bad because I've, and I've read a lot about this, that the word thief is not an accurate descriptor of what this guy was. Um, it's kind of like criminal is a better word. You don't get, yeah, you don't get put up on the cross for stealing a... Right. Like, it's not Aladdin where this guy's on the cross because he stole a loaf of bread. It's exactly. not, and yeah. not Robin Hood, right? Yeah. This guy was likely a lifelong criminal who was probably done much more heinous crimes than stealing. Right? Both of them. I mean, they didn't, you don't, even, even today, you don't get the death penalty for like, you know selling weed or something right like yeah. it's not like oh everyone did a crime and death penalty right like you are in like some to, to, to die for this it was a heinous heinous lifelong thing like these guys were not going to be reformed there was no way they come back for it this was like the Romans said like what's the worst way we could kill people and this was it so exactly. they saved it yeah. for the worst people and so this guy is the worst of the worst and says like remember me and Jesus says like you're going to be with me and so that's important right that this guy wasn't a lifelong Christian who'd made one mistake. This guy wasn't a lifelong follower who'd, you know, had to slip up. and see. It, it was, this guy was a lifelong criminal. He had not devoted his life to Christ. In the very last minutes, he acknowledges who Jesus is, acknowledges his lordship and his Christship. And Jesus says, 
you're gonna be with me, right? And so that I think, like you're saying, like salvation is available for all. Yeah, it's never too late, right? right. And no matter what you've done and whatever, right? Like yeah. you know, and this is maybe a personal story, but I mean, uh, people talk about like, is it when is it too late? And like we talk about deathbed confessions. People mm-hmm. say, well, that person get it happen, and I do not think that. Just because it's a deathbed confession means it wasn't real. I mean, we talk about there. it's not too late because this thief said it. If you confess Christ, if you acknowledge Christ on your deathbed, like seconds before you die, I think this example points to the fact that Jesus says, you'll be with me in heaven. If it's authentic and honest and, and real, then yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think it just boils you know? down to, like you said, the authenticity, right? Yeah, like, I mean, you know, I talk, my, my cousin uh, had a bit of a deathbed confession, and, you know, he, he was in jail for some things, and he had a really troubled life, and one of the last phone calls that he made was that he basically said, you know, I know that I've made mistakes, but I met Jesus, and I know it's okay, and that was one of the last things he said before he, he actually, he passed, and, you know, I know that that was a real and honest deathbed confession, I'll call it that. And so I'm excited for hopefully seeing my cousin in heaven because, I mean, well, the rest of his life, I mean, yeah, we don't hold that up as a marker of whether or not he gets in heaven. It's was he having a real relationship with Jesus in that moment? And yeah. I think yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so the last one then, the last thing we're going to talk about today, the words of relationship. And this one is super cool. I like this one. Uh, Jesus' words to his mom and to his friend. Um, and he says to his mom, he says, here's your new son. And to his friend, he says, here's your new mom. Why are those words of relationship? Why are they impactful? Why are they meaningful? I mean, I think it just boils down to the importance of, of family, right? And even the even God, right? It came down to earth and and just he he the importance of his family to him. Right? Yeah. Like, like I mean, people matter to him. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like I talked a bit about this on Sunday and this idea that like in the middle of his death, Jesus' concern was for his mom, mm-hmm. right? To make sure his mom was cared for. And I mean He's literally salvation of the whole world hangs in the balance here. Like, he's dying on the cross for the entire world, and his concern is for his mom. And I'm just like, that is, like, that's Jesus. Like, it doesn't matter, you know, there is no, like, oh, I'm thinking of the greater good mom, so shut up and just, you know, go away. It's like, yeah, I'm doing this for the whole world, but at the same time, my concern is for you. I care about you individually, right? Like... You know, there's this idea that some people have that, you know, God doesn't care about you individually because he's really busy running the whole world. Uh, And that's a small view of God because I think absolutely God is running the whole world. God is concerned with the cosmos, but he also cares about the individual things that happen in your life. 100%. And those don't contradict because that's just the nature of God. Uh, Yeah, and I love, I mean, the words of relationship to me are just so impactful because he says to his mom, like, you know, this is your new son. So he cares for mom. He says to his friend, um, this is your new mom. And I'm just like, you know, there's an expectation that John is going to say, okay, like, fine. Uh, you know, I, Jesus this is important to you. So it's important to me. Uh, and I think that we screw this one up a lot. Uh, and if you haven't, you should go listen to my whole sermon on this. Cause I talked about this at length on Sunday, but I think we screw this up a lot because we say things like, well, I mean, that's going to cost me a lot. You know, uh, I mean, I would do that, but you know, I don't have the time or it won't be convenient. Uh, you know, it's just not the right, you know, it's just not the right season for me. Or can we do that? You know, we we don't want to necessarily burden ourselves by helping others. And I think this shows that, like, the expectation is that as followers of Christ, uh, those things aren't burdens. But those are things we will happily do. We will take that weight and we will do the things that aren't convenient because that's what Jesus would ask us to do. That's what we are, I think, asked to do. And so, I mean, the words of relation to me are just, they're so impactful. Uh, it's just, and I, and I mean, it's also just cool that, I mean, 
one of the last things, again, one of the last things Jesus says is he cares about individual people. Um, you know, when people say, like, you know, my life's falling apart and, you know, God doesn't care, or this and that, and there's a man, like, he does care. While he was dying, he cared that his mom would have someone to provide for him. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and it's cool. Uh, I mean, there's all kinds of cool ideas about this. There's scholars that have crazy scenarios about why he would have said this and that, and there's all kinds of similar meaning. And I think that sometimes we just make stuff too hard. I think we need to go simply that he cared for people here. Um, but, uh, so yeah, we're partway through. Uh, those are three of the words of forgiveness, words of salvation, words of relationship. Uh, we have four more coming up. The words of humanity, words of distress, words of triumph, and I can't remember the fourth one. Words of succession or such. I can I remember. There's a fourth one. See it. Uh, You can find all those sermons on YouTube. Uh, They are all available under our sermons playlist, www.youtube.com slash Avenue Road Baptist Church. Uh, Everything is there. And like I said, they will lead us right up into Easter. So you can catch those the next coming weeks. Uh, We'd love if you joined us uh, in person or virtually for Easter. Uh, Our Easter service will air at 10 a.m. on Easter Sunday, which is April the 4th. 4th, I think. I think so. Yep, April 4th. And we have a Good Friday service on April the 2nd at uh, 10 a.m. And so both of those will be available on YouTube or you can come in person. If you're a local, you're more than welcome to come in person. If you have questions about COVID restriction guidelines, uh, call the office, email the office. Uh, We would love to chat about those with you. And uh, anything else for you, Jesse? As per usual, I don't think so. As for usual, I'm going to find something to say. Something. Right? you got to have a sweet sign-off. Like, yeah. Like, or come up like one day be like, actually, I have this lengthy thing I need to talk about. Yeah. Just talk for like a half an hour. Yeah. Um, thank you for watching or listening. If you're not a subscriber yet, we would ask that you go and whatever platform you watch or listen on, hit the subscribe button and you'll get notifications every time we produce a new one. Uh, and if you would find the two minutes to go out of your way and give us a rating, that would be super helpful. Now, if you can go to iTunes and give us a rating, whether it's four or five stars, Obviously nothing less because that's all we're worth for five. Um, that would be super helpful. It helps more people find the podcast, but it also gives us some feedback to know that what we're doing is, you know, relating or not relating. You know, if you, you have to give us a, a one star, leave us a comment. Let us know what we can do better uh, and make these more enjoyable and more impactful. And uh, with that, bye for now and see you next week.